FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. This morning we're going to take a look at the history of not only WGNS, but we'll touch base on a lot of the history of Rutherford County. We've got a lot of voices and stories to hear this morning right here on the Good Neighbor Station, and we invite you to stay with us. On December 31st, 1946, the microphones were turned on and Cecil Elrod Jr. went live on WGNS. Are we on? Is this mic on? Cecil, your microphone is on. This is broadcast history. And today, Murfreesboro has their very own radio station. The first full day of broadcasting was on January 1st, 1947. Today's show is brought to you by Goldstein's your hometown, homegrown local department store. It was from that day forward that we were known as the Good Neighbor Station. Goldstein since 1886. Our very first program was titled, This is WGNS. The first sports program we aired was coverage of the Cotton Bowl. The 1947 Cotton Bowl. Which originated in Dallas, Texas. It was the Hogs facing off against the LSU Tigers. Throughout our history of almost 80 years in broadcasting, we have never changed our call sign and have always been the Good Neighbor Station. Now, here's John Hood. One of many announcers my dad talked about, one of the voices my dad remembered as a kid, was John Hood. Thank you very much, Dana Harris, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the music of Johnny Long and his orchestra. We open our tune quite appropriately tonight from the heart of the Southland with Dixie. After radio, John went on to become a state representative. But what a great voice. On Ford Air Force Base in the heart of Middle Tennessee, the Liberty Broadcasting System. Many of our lives or our stories intertwine in ways we never realize. Our lives come together in a perfect symphony of scenarios that we don't physically see unfold, but instead our life falls into place. They're going to wave Hubbard on. 1982, it was over 40 years ago. One chapter of our story involves Braves baseball. I can still see him, hear him, uh, like it was yesterday. And maybe you didn't think about it then. But those games may have helped to create a memory that you hold dear today. I never imagined these little things would one day become the big things that hold the most meaning to me. The reason those Braves games hold a special place in my heart is because my dad loved listening to them. Huge Braves fan. I remember when my dad picked me up from school every Wednesday after 4-H. Those games helped to create a memory that you'll cherish tomorrow. Because only 10 of us were in 4-H and 9 either walked home or drove themselves home, my dad would usually be the only parent in the parking lot. From a distance, I could only see his feet as I walked towards the car. As I got closer, I could see his seat was laid back, legs stretched to the passenger side with his feet resting on the dash. His weathered baseball cap pulled down, partially covering his eyes, while his head rested on the upper left shoulder of the seat. That ball cap had seen better days, but he was convinced it brought the Braves good luck. And sure enough, the ball cap worked. Just not in 1982. Instead, it was nine years later. In 1991, to be exact. Still today, while driving home from work, 
I'll tune in to WGNS and get lost in the memories of the simple things like baseball games. Listening to Braves baseball on WGNS would one day become the big things, the big memories that hold the most meaning to me. Our life stories seamlessly flow together. From the news story you heard on the radio that highlighted free food being given away at Greenhouse Ministries. People who volunteer, it's a great time to bring their children and let them just see the joy of serving and blessing other people. Without that food, your children may have gone without, but that news story on the radio prevented that from happening. And the food pantry at Greenhouse provided your bread when you had none. Your husband needed a blood transfusion during his surgery, and your friends had just given the gift of life one week prior, all because of a news story on our local radio station. It was that news story on the radio that encouraged residents to donate the gift of life, and that gift saved the life of your husband. This is our hometown, and we're proud of it. Parties on Broad Street. Our lives really are woven together like a fine piece of fabric. We had won free Hardee's biscuits by calling into the station. It was a trivia contest. My mom took me and my brother there. They had a playground in the rear of the restaurant, and there was a slide that we loved, and this, I guess it was a hamburger. We would climb in it and then up because the actual hamburger was about six feet up off the ground, but we talked mom into climbing up there with us. It made my brother and I laugh so hard because we talked mom into bringing our food into the giant hamburger and eating with us. It was so hot in there, we were all sweating, but it's memory that I love. I wish mom was still with us today. She'd make memories like that with my kids too. That that playground's not there anymore, but I remember it well. This is what local radio is all about. We understand that Rutherford County is a melting pot of cultures and backgrounds with people moving into this area from across the globe. And for those who haven't always been here, you may be surprised to learn that Percy Priest Lake is not a natural lake. It took an act of Congress to make it happen, but I remember hearing all about it on WGNS. It is a man-made lake that was created by the Army Corps of Engineers. Like other events in history, WGNS was there when the land beneath the lake was turned into what it is today. You see, big changes were coming to the area in the months leading up to the Good Neighbor Station signing on the air. This was another chapter in our story. It's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the news on WGNS Radio. The construction of a lake is getting underway after receiving approval from lawmakers several years ago. The Stones River will be the largest contributor to the lake, which upon completion will be 42 miles long. In 1946, Congress approved the Percy Priest Dam Project, but it was authorized under the name of the Stewart's Ferry Reservoir. My husband and I used to go fishing one or two times a week. And we always had a portable radio with us. And I recall sitting on the banks of the Stones River listening to the news. The announcer said, Congress agreed to change the name of the future lake from Stewart's Ferry Reservoir to the J. Percy Priest Reservoir, or J. Percy Priest Lake. Because the man-made lake was being created by the Army Corps of Engineers, it literally took an act of Congress to drop the Stewart's Ferry name and change it to the J. Percy Priest Reservoir. And you know what? WGNS was the only radio station reporting it. I think they were the only station even talking about this giant lake that was being created. It is named after James Percy Priest, 
a former congressman who went to college in Murfreesboro at the Middle Tennessee State Normal School. The news story hit the airwaves two days before Independence Day. It will start in North Rutherford County near the Seward Air Force Base. Once complete, the J. Percy Priest Reservoir will span the rural areas of Rutherford, Wilson, and Davidson counties. This lake, which is called a reservoir because the waters will sit behind a large dam, will be a destination for recreation to include fishing, swimming, and motorboating, and it will also be a resource because it will hold our water supply. I believe the construction of the lake was completed in 1967, if I'm not mistaken. We love what we do. We have a passion for this community and we have a heart for local radio. Radio, it's what we do and love, and we do it for our community, the community that we call home. Back in 1947, WGNS aired MTSU Sports, along with high school football and basketball games for many reasons. One of those reasons, our kids were a part of the same schools that you or your kids attended. Our story is part of your story, just like portions of your story are part of our story. One grandmother was unable to be at her grandson's ball game because she lives 500 miles away and no longer drives. but. She felt like she was a part of it, cheering as he scored his first touchdown. You see, she was listening to the game on the radio. Right now, he breaks out of it, 20-25. WGNS was broadcasting her grandson's game, and she was listening online. He's at the 15, 10, 5, corner of the end zone. He's in. Touchdown. We all have a story to tell, and many of our lives or our stories intertwine in ways we never realize. Maybe... Maybe the life of you and your two children were saved because someone heard the interview with the Smyrna police officer talking about the dangers of drinking and driving. And that interview resonated so deeply with just one person that they decided to call on a friend to take him home from the bar as opposed to driving home and possibly running into your car. This is how our life, your life, the life of another, come together in ways we never realize. Remember the story about the woman who lost her husband in a fire a few years ago? They're not for sure how or what happened. She couldn't afford a proper burial to say that final goodbye. All they know is that my house was up in flames in less than 10 minutes. It was gone. Well, what you didn't know is that a widow listening to that news story on WGNS was touched so deeply by the loss that she contacted the station and asked if she could anonymously pay for a burial and funeral service for the woman's husband which she did. This local radio station, our life, the lives of your neighbors, uh, all connected and we're thankful to be a part of that. Without you, without your passion for kindness, this community would not be what it is. This is what local radio is all about. In all its simplicity, our lives are often held together by acts of kindness that we don't necessarily take for granted, but instead acts of kindness we never realize happened. It's kind of like someone picking up a nail they see in the road while on their daily walk. Picking up that nail prevented a motorist from getting a flat tire, or maybe it prevented a blowout and ensuing accident that could have occurred. WGNS, your good neighbor station, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Oh, just takes the live, darn to the cop, don't say it's five, five o'clock, five o'clock, five o'clock. Yes, it's five o'clock and time to refresh at McCord and Harris Soda Fountain. Meet your friends and wet your whistle at McCord and Harris Soda Fountain. Refreshments and pleasant surroundings, McCord and Harris on the square in Murfreesboro.
The things that you remember are some of the same memories shared by others in Rutherford County. Maybe you remember your first visit to Toots Good Food and Fun. Toots. Good Food and Fun. Wade Hayes started working at Toots when it first opened. Mr. Hayes later became an owner of the restaurant. It's, it's what's put food on our tables all these years. Not too long ago, Toots celebrated another anniversary. We really care about this community. Wade Hayes stopped by the studios and thanked WGNS for being one of the many ingredients that made the restaurant a success. And just honored to be here today celebrating our anniversary with you all at WGNS. The local eatery that was founded in 1985 has another anniversary around the corner. Good food and fun. Toots. Remember Jones Car Wash? They were located on Memorial Boulevard in Murfreesboro. They opened in 1971. WGNS was part of their story. Here at Jones Car Wash, you don't have to do a thing. We do it all for you. Not only were we a longtime customer, we also ran commercials for them for years. Mrs. Jones was always there and always dressed in her Sunday best. Like Miss Jones says. Thank you and come back and see us again soon. Looking back, I don't think it was the car wash that Mrs. Jones cared about. It was the people and not just the customers. She treated the workers like her family. Ted, Troy, and Jack were just a few of the employees who aged with the car wash. This listener wanted to share a story about Jones Car Wash. I always got my car washed at Jones Car Wash on Memorial Boulevard. And once clean, Jack, who worked at the wash, would pull my car around and top off the gas. Jack was such a nice fella. I recall he only had one arm, but he never ever let that slow him down. Mrs. Elizabeth Jones passed away on July 11, 2014. Going back decades. 6.30, time to save a Southern Furniture Company, 309 West Main Street. Who remembers the man that once had a concession stand? There was a small store in the courthouse. Inside the county courthouse. The man who worked in the courthouse. He was blind, but he knew, he somehow knew the difference between a $1 bill and a $5 bill. He could hold it in his hand and tell you the difference. He sold everything from soft drinks to candy. Oh, but what was his name? I, I, I feel like Mr. Weatherby. He was blind, but yet he could see. And he was a nice man. He didn't see my color like some did. What do you remember about Rutherford County? So many of us have memories of the same things, because whether we realize it or not, we grew up in this ever-changing community together. With that growth, we have become a melting pot of not only ethnicities and backgrounds, but also of memories melting together. American novelist Nathaniel Hawthorne once said, Every individual has a place to fill in the world and is important in some respect, whether he chooses to be so or not. That said, who are some of the people you remember growing up in Rutherford County? Perhaps it's the timekeeper? Mullins Jewelry Store. Charlie Mullins, he was a character. You know, he and his dad were in charge of fixing that clock on the top of the county courthouse. They kept it going. I bought my wife's wedding ring at Mullins Jewelry, and I still remember Charlie's voice because he was on the Mullins commercials that were on WGNS. Or maybe you have other memories. We all have a story to tell. My story, like yours, is carefully woven into the fabric that makes up my community. And part of my story is WGNS radio. 1962, that I was 15, and I remember hearing about this fancy import car dealer in Murfreesboro. The commercial on WGNS was for Murfreesboro Import Motors on West College Street. I told my dad about it because, like me, he loved cars. And uh, he happened to be looking for a, a new family roadster. Uh, long story short, that uh, that next Saturday, we drove into town to check out the car dealer. Now you have to remember, we lived way out, way out in the sticks, almost in 
We almost lived in Shelbyville, so it was a drive. We get to this dealer, and it felt like almost the minute we arrived, we were test driving a, a Renault Dauphine. To me, it looked like, if you could picture it, uh, a four-door Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. I think it was pronounced Dolphin. My dad bought it. He bought this imported car from France, and I thought it was pretty cool at the time. It was definitely different. My mom drove it, and I was the only kid at school to be dropped off in a Renault. At the time, it was cheaper than a Ford Galaxy, but cool because it was from France. But in reality, it looked cool to me, but it was really an economy car. We all have these stories, uh, these stories of how WGNS radio was intertwined into our lives, or the lives of our parents, our grandparents, even our great-grandparents. We'd hear about some new thing, some event on the radio, and go to it or buy it because we, we heard about it on the radio. The fabric of a community like Rutherford County is sewn together by all of the, these little things that came together with the help of our local station. And still, to this day, I get my news from WGNS. I find out about what's happening, what's coming up, what companies are moving into our area, all of it on WGNS. We all have a story to tell, a story about where we come from or where our first chapter really began. Like you, WGNS also has a story. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Rising interest rates are making the news, but what if you need a new car to get to work? At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. And we could help you get a break from your interest rate when purchasing anything that rolls or floats. This includes newer used autos, boats, RVs, motorcycles, and more. But hurry, this limited time offer ends soon. You can learn more or apply online at heritagesouth.org. Terms and conditions apply. Insured by NCUA. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. We have guitars. We have more guitars than just about anybody in town. We have electric guitars, acoustic guitars, ukuleles, all stringed instruments. We have banjos, violins. We've got it all. And you say, oh, well, what else do you have? Well, it turns out we have keyboards as well. Do we have drums? We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon with a high in the upper 80s. West winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, increasing cloud cover with a low near 72. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 71. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. WGNS! On August 10th, WGNS inked a deal with Middle Tennessee State University to continue airing MTSU sports for the next five years. This ongoing relationship between the university and WGNS radio actually predates MTSU being a university. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Time for the news. Thank you for joining us today. This school officially opened on September 11th, 1911. Since that time, a lot of progress has taken place. With that progress, we have seen the birth of new degrees. 
and the need for graduate studies and post-secondary degrees which this school has created. On this day in 1965, from this day forward, Middle Tennessee State College will be officially known as Middle Tennessee State University. Looking back, Middle Tennessee State College became Middle Tennessee State University 18 years after WGNS broadcasted our first Raider football game in 1947. The official 80-year anniversary for WGNS to air their first MTSU football game will take place on September 19, 2027. That date is within the five-year contract period that was signed this August, according to WGNS President Scott Walker. On September 19, 1947, the Middle Tennessee State College Raiders played Southeast Missouri State. The battle was in the Hauk Stadium, located in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. During that Friday night game, the Blue Raiders beat the Missouri Red Hawks 12-0. Keep in mind, the Red Hawks were a good team, winning their conference just one year prior in 1947. History between WGNS and MTSU is unique because not a lot of businesses can say they still work with an organization they first worked with 76 years ago. WGNS station manager Brian Barrett, who also wears the hat of the station's sports director, stated, the Blue Raiders played under the title of Middle Tennessee State College in 1947. The first year WGNS aired games for MTSC, the Raiders were led by first-year coach Charles M. Murphy, whom the Murphy Center was later named after. During Coach Murphy's first year, the Raiders won the Volunteer State Athletic Conference title. Over Coach Bubber Murphy's career, he attained a winning record with 155 wins, 63 losses, and 8 ties. Not many college coaches can say they won about 68% of their games and lost only 27% of the time. That record made Coach Murphy the longest running tenured and winningest head coach in MTSU football history. Coach Murphy headed the Blue Raider football team for 21 years between 1947 and 1968. WGNS's Bart Walker remembers Coach Murphy's later years in football well because he was a first-year freshman at the time. Walker said he started college at MTSU in 1965, and that was the year that Middle Tennessee State College changed their name to Middle Tennessee State University. The relationship between WGNS and MTSU is a rich piece of local history that the Good Neighbor Station is proud to be a part of. In the mid to late 60s, Bart Walker was not only a college student, but also a WGNS employee. In talking about MTSU football, Walker recalled that it was an exciting first year for him at Middle Tennessee State University because the Blue Raiders won the Ohio Valley Conference title with their final in-season win against Tennessee Tech. During the 1960s, the voice of the MTSU Blue Raiders was the late Monty Hale, who was also a part owner of WGNS Radio. Thank you and good evening and welcome to our football preview for this week. Fellas, we've got a real big football game coming up in just a moment. Bart Walker highlighted that universities like MTSU didn't have a budget for sports announcers in the 60s and Hale was not employed by MTSU to call the games. He did it for WGNS. Hale was known for not only his play-by-play -play coverage of Raider football, but also his goal-to-goal -goal coverage of MTSU Basketball. This is the Blue Raider Basketball Network. Inside the Murphy Center sits the Monty Hale Arena, home to MTSU Basketball. That arena was named after Monty Hale, who again was not only the voice of the Blue Raiders, but also one of the past owners of WGNS. Martin 
outside. It's been a scary night here, and it's not over yet. Martin moves to the right. Taylor, deep right side, lobbing underneath. Sorrell, left good. Super pass from Taylor, and good positioning by Sorrell, 93 to 88. When the decision was made to name the arena in Hale's honor, Monty Hale Jr. said, and I quote, On December 8, 1982, almost a year after my father's death, I enjoyed my biggest thrill ever at the Murphy Center. On that evening, MTSU was playing Western Kentucky at home, and before the tip-off, the playing floor was officially named the Monty Hale Arena. Monty went on to say, it was an awesome and proud moment. On that night, MTSU beat longtime rival Western Kentucky 65 to 57. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Get pharmacy services with a cherry on top from Reeves Sane, Murfreesboro's hometown pharmacy since 1980 at 1801 Memorial Boulevard and at reeves-sane.com. CBS News Brief. Parts of western Maui are cut off after devastating wildfires that killed at least 55 people. CBS News correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is there. Many who escaped the flames are now waiting for roads to reopen to see if their home survives. But others who've been trapped inside by those same road closures are running low on basics. A prisoner swap is underway that soon could bring home five American citizens who were imprisoned in Iran. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. This is just the beginning of a process that I hope uh, and expect will lead to their return home to the United States. A court hearing is scheduled within the hour involving former President Donald Trump. CBS's Tom Fody on what will be discussed. A mid-morning hearing in Washington, D.C. federal court will focus on how much former President Donald Trump should be allowed to say about evidence in the election interference case against him. CBS News Brief. I'm Wendy Gillette. <laughs> 